Yeah. Smoke my mouth, my bad. Yo. He was choking. <clears throat> a little bit. Yo, 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 yo. Okay, we good. 4K. How you guys doing? This is the For the Stress Podcast. Um, sorry, getting myself adjusted. El Capitan. Frankie Meadows is here. How are you, beloved? Oh, geez, good. Man, you looking for bandmates, a fucking chemical plant exploded. We about to die. That shit shut the whole damn city down. We're gonna get into that. Let me let me introduce the show properly. Hello. This is the Full Stress Podcast. I'm sorry we was a little rude. My name is 4KJ. L Copy Time. Frankie Mills is here. How are you guys doing? Um, welcome if you're new. Welcome back if you're a returning listener. Uh church announcements. Follow the show on everything. Instagram, for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow Frankie on Instagram at Frankie Metals. Follow A Celestial Goddess for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's Tico for your herbal needs. Make sure y'all like, rate, review, subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, yes, that's very important. I'm so I'm gonna say it again. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You got to tell everybody. Everybody needs to know about this. But uh, thank you to everyone who, um, hold on, let me pause for the cause. Listen, for those of you who harassed me about last week's episode, all right? Look, man, sometimes episodes are short. I know we usually do like an hour or some change or whatever, sometimes an hour. Sometimes we get in here, say what we got to say, and get the fuck on. You can't keep harassing me about episodes being too short, all right? What do you want me to do? I go based off what's happening in the news in the world today was relevant to what I like to talk about, what we like to talk about. So if there's not a lot in the news for me to speculate on or spread my word on, I'm not going to do it. Sometimes some some episodes are longer than others. Some episodes are shorter. But you what gotta, more do you want from me? Right. But you got an episode. So please. Leave me the fuck alone. Not like that, but like, you know, you got an episode. So I don't, I'm not going to apologize because you got an episode, but, you know, sometimes they're short. I'm not starting beef, but, you know, we work hard, man. What you want me to do? I mean, we, me and Frank can talk about bullshit for an hour, but y'all don't really want that. I think we're just going to have to give it to him. I mean, you want us to bullshit for another hour? People do it all the time, but I'm with it. I mean, we bullshit sometimes, but for the most part, you know, we got some uh, things going on. But this week, though, it's been a maelstorm of, of news. And yeah, I, I try to, you know, I'm working on my vocabulary, man. Um, 
choice uh, just lost my train of thought it's been a lot happening is what i'm trying to say um frank i think it's time that we kind of unveil the curtain behind what's really going on i know we through a lot of conspiracy talk but i think what's, they, what's really going on i mean based on what's happening in the news this week i think um i think it's time for people to understand what's really going on out here i don't know if people uh, people kind of know i'm not gonna most people are stupid don't take that offensively but most of y'all are stupid but um because i'm stupid sometimes too so don't take it like that but the news today has really shown me that we are as a society, as a collective, are really focusing on the, the wrong shit. Because, my bad, I hit something. We are focusing on the wrong shit. And um, so I'm, this is this is your fair warning. This episode will be heavy, for lack of a better word, but this is necessary for the, for the progression of, of the conversation, so to speak. So, um, I don't, I don't know how to segue into it without just being fucking one about it. So, outside of the um, earth exploding in about 10 years, they're now outlawing abortion. Um, I don't know where to start, honestly. There's been an uproar because Georgia put in some policies that they... Georgia put in a very restrictive policy towards abortion Alabama damn near outlawed it completely Missouri recently as of this recording also put in restrictive laws towards um, abortion now I'm not sure how um, let me say it this way for for this for this uh, presidency for how the landscape has shifted over the past, let's say, 15 years, so to speak, this has been coming. And I think this is a good prefix for some real new world order, despotopian, authoritarian type shit. And I say all that because I don't know if people, I don't know if we as a community really realize how much our rights are being stripped by us, stripped from us slowly but surely. Now, before Trump was president, you know, everyone, everyone was kind of, what's the word, ignorant to Obama's pregnancy. Everybody thought that it was um, Gucci crunch. Everyone thought everything was Gucci, but the this has been put into play for a long time and to make a long story short the fight over the fight that the 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 society is having over things like identity and racism and, and sexism and bigotry and discrimination while all those things are important these all and abortion let me add abortion to that all of these tie into a bigger picture of those in power stripping stripping all of us of our rights slowly but slowly but surely now abortion is a byproduct byproduct of all of things happening and what i've been noticing is that this 
these rulings, Georgia making Georgia making this law, Alabama making this law, people are surprised. And I'm surprised that people are surprised. Because this has been put into motion for decades now. Like, if we, we, we kind of have to look at the whole playing field, right? Now, conservative conservatives who are predom- mostly white, who are mostly rural, mostly evangelical Christ- Christians and all of that, they've been setting this table for a very long time. And now that things are happening, now that things have popped off, everyone is kind of running around like a chicken with his head cut off. Like they've, the conservative movement, the Republican politicians, however you want to categorize them, people who aren't, who don't consider themselves as progressive have been putting things in motion to get us to this point. And nobody's been paying attention. For years, they have been handpicking judges who are in line with their views so that when things like this happen, they have judges in place who support their rulings so they can get things, so they can get policies like this pushed through faster. And now with Trump as the figurehead of all of this, because there is, there's really no stopping them at this point. We've been so consumed with the media has focused our attention to Trump's tweets and his wild ass behavior and who he's picking a fight with and whatever other antics he can think of. And it's basically like a sleight of hand that the Republican Party, that the conservative party has been playing on us. And now that they've got this, along with the tax bill, which hurt us, now with this abortion bill, now everyone is, you know, I'm surprised that people are surprised. Because this has been the play. They've been wanting this for ever. Now, I'm going I'm to I'm put it like this. Men don't have a right on what women choose, right? I'm going to just put that out there. I'm very pro-choice. I don't have, I'm not a woman. I don't, I don't know what they go through. I can never understand what they go through. So for men to put power over what women do with their bodies, the, the, the gender who bears our children, gender who are who use the doctor more than we do, it's confusing to me that so many men are in the position to feel like, okay, they know more than women do. So I'm gonna just put that out there. That's just my stance, I'm pro-choice. But because, again, because of the landscape, because of the because of the, the, the climate, all of these things are dominoes that are that have led us to this point. Now, I th- now when I said earlier that we kind of got to, you know, pull the curtain down, let everyone see what's going on. I've been having conversations with like different women in my life, different women that I know, and they are confused about why this abortion topic is is happening now. They don't understand. They don't. They're not. 
they're confused to where this is coming from. They don't understand the motives. Check this out, beloved. It's all about power. Okay? All of this shit is about power. For, I don't know, Put pick a number. For X amount of years, X amount of decades, X amount of centuries, the one thing to kind of keep us in, the one thing that those conservative types will fight and die for is power. It's power over minorities. It's power to keep their majority, to keep us in the position of we're always behind the eight ball. Is they they want to be in a position to degrade women and put make them second class citizens. All of this is about power. And now that people are so upset about it, you can kind of see how this action, along with many others, is revealing the true the true intentions of those in power. Like, we're going to have to get deep, Frank. I'm sorry. Like, sorry, quick smoke break. Like, the media has focused our attention, like I said, on Trump. It has focused our attention on identity issues, racism, sexism, things like that. I completely agree all of those things are important, but those are, in my opinion, me, 4K, are minute in this pursuit of power that these conservatives have. And if y'all haven't noticed, they will do anything to maintain control of that power. This abortion bill is just another trick in their deck of cards, like, gerrymandering redrawing districts so gerrymandering is when a when a when a controlling political party redraws the line redraws the voting lines so sometimes or usually republicans are, are very big fans of gerrymandering because they'll redraw the districts to make highly minority areas who usually vote democratic to kind of to kind of take away their voting power, they'll make the district smaller. So even if like a thousand people vote in that particular section, maybe five hundred account or fifty account. So this is they're they're using that to shift power. Like I said before, they put certain conservative judges on benches. So when we see a judge, they're more likely to hit us with double digits for minor rash charge. The point I'm making that all of this is connected. All of this is is there is them showing that this is all about maintaining power. All of the bullshit they say that especially with abortion specifically. This is not about God. This is not about protecting babies. This is not about any of that because if it really was about protecting the lives of the unborn or protecting the lives of small children, then the adoption age, the adoption industry wouldn't be as in shambles as it is. Like they just ban gay people from from adopting babies. Like all it like all of this shit ties together. All of it, all of it is connected. And for those like you know, I, I shit on conspiracy theories sometimes. I shit on YouTube conspiracy theories a lot but the truth of the matter is 
and all of that craziness that they spew on YouTube is some real shit in there that's really going on. The government is, I hate to sound like pessimistic or nihilistic, but the truth of the matter is the government is trying to, the, the, the conservative party in the government is trying to position themselves as our overlords, basically. Now, this is not saying that the Democratic Party is, is any better. I have my own gripes with them. They are, in their own way, as fucked up as the conservative party. But in the action of directly affecting American citizens and taking away the taking away our rights as citizens, the conservative party is a front runner and all of that. Now, and what's weird about and and not weird, let me choose a better word. What is interesting about this abortion, I guess, scandal or outrage is that there is there was a large contingent of white women who voted for this abortion bill who against their own better interests support something that essentially takes away their rights so that leads me to believe that nobody really sees the bigger play here nobody sees what's really happening at the 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 at the top of the top, basically. And like, I know it's kind of cliche to sh- the cliche words. It's kind of cliche to say that, you know, the elite is trying to, you know, control all of us and they're trying to watch our every move and they're trying to, you know, monitor our every fucking, you know, whatever. But the truth of the matter is, is it's correct. Big Brother is very real. And again, all of this is connected. This is all this is all a a very elaborate chess move to slowly strip away our rights. And this is why I stress every week to get involved with local local politics. This is why I stress knowing who your council person is, knowing who your um governor is and things like that because now on a state level like is checkmate I don't checkmate as far as what well I'm saying it's not checkmate but what I'm saying is they're trying to get it to checkmate these are these political moves are like you understand strategic martial moves but and this and this is what I don't understand because the, because these moves are very strategic, like you said. I don't understand. These these policies affect our normal life, absolutely. And the argument that politics isn't for me, or I don't have to pay attention to politics because it's not going to affect me in any way, is complete bullshit. Everything affects you. All of it. These corporations merging and taking over, you know, smaller businesses and monopolizing industries to where up and coming entrepreneurs can't succeed. All of that is connected. To put it plainly. Us 
you and I, the, the, the working class, the working poor, however you want to put it, if you don't make above a certain dollar amount, they don't give a fuck about us. And the fact that the fact that the matter is they're seceding so much and this and this damn near is checkmate because we're fighting <laughs> we're fighting all of these smaller battles, which are important. Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. The smaller battles, the smaller battles are important, but on a larger scale, we're losing in a major fashion. This is this is the point I'm getting at. Because things like this is gonna sound crazy, right? So, but just roll with me. I got a bigger point than what I'm getting to. I don't view racism as a priority. Let me tell you why. I know that just sounds crazy. Don't get it fucked up. I'm very pro pro black. I'm very militant. Don't get it. Don't get it fucked up. I'm black first, right? But looking at this abortion outrage, looking at how the trade deals are fucking up farmers and and raising prices on our everyday products. Why I'm gonna fo- why would I focus on some white man calling me a nigger? Why would I put my attention into a bigot who wants me dead because of my skin color when I have to worry about these corporate elite conservatives? who want to take away my basic human rights before they before they even and not even my basic human rights everybody's basic human rights because the truth of the matter is once more shit comes down the pipeline because this abortion thing is popping off in every state little by little they're they have passed abortion laws in about four states now mostly down south because you know that is what it is but as this thing grows and more states kind of get in line with the abortion shit, what do you think is next? Google ha- already has all of our data. So now the women don't have any rights. We don't have any privacy. Black people are still being discriminated and killed by the police or whatever the case may be. So why, with all of these s- smaller battles, why would why would I focus on some fucking racist? Please, it's important. I'm not knocking anybody whose whose focus is solely solely on race relations. Those things are needed. But on a bigger scale for our future generations, fighting this corporate entity, this the machine, the man, the they who however you want to categorize that that's our fight that's what we need to be focused against because you know what else is connected all to all of this gentrification what do you think is going to happen once they completely gentrify a neighborhood and now and then on top of that abortion is outlawed what are you going to do then so you can't so you can't pay your rent you can't pay your rent because gentrification has made your property or your rent go all the way to fuck up. The trade wars are raging out of control. So now all of your consumer goods are um, out of control. You can barely get a job because these corporations don't will pay you less because of all of the deregulation that's happening through this current administration 
who doesn't give a fuck about protecting employees. And then on top of that, if you're a minority, the police can shoot you and get away with it. We're cattle. We're numbers. On a bigger scale, we, we are nothing but cogs to feed the machine. That's what they're shifting us towards. Going into, and then another aspect of that is you can use social media. Social media has done a good job of keeping us blinded to keeping us consumed with unnecessary things and we're not really focused on, again, the bigger picture. Now, now I'm not, I'm gonna be fair. Social media is a good escape from everyday bullshit. Some social media is good, can't is capable of great things. But on a regular, regular scale, social media is just another weapon in the arsenal to kind of keep us. What's the word I'm looking for? Pacified. Now. I'm not saying everybody needs to wake the fuck up and be a revolutionary and burn the White House down. I'm not saying all of that. I'm saying that there's a very, there's a bigger fight happening and this abortion thing is just the beginning. This is not the, this is not the end all be all where they're just going to outlaw abortion and that's going to be it. Like, you kind of have to look at it like the, the president is a fucking criminal. He's breaking laws every other hour. Now, if you think that he can... Now, if you see that and he's getting away with it, what, think, what makes you think you and I have a chance to do anything? But, you know, I'm not going to be completely pessimistic. On a state level, we have a... Uh, there's an opportunity for us as citizens to fight back, to harass our politicians, to make sure they don't abide by the direction that the federal government is going. The states still have that power. But the more that the propaganda pursues, the more that people are, I guess, confused by whatever media is doing, it makes it harder for people to look at the bigger picture and realize, okay, yeah, all of this shit is bad, but this is the main target. I mean, if we're, if we're looking at this from like a perspective of war, the, the little fights between small contingencies and small armies or whatever the case may be, you can win those as often as possible, but once you meet the general, fatigue kicks in. And now we can't fight the bigger fight. People get tired. And the conspiracy theorist in me is saying that they are, they have set it up this way to, to, to flood the market with all types of issues and outrage every day and make us mad every day about every single issue you can think of whether it's 
cultural issues, whether it's race issues, whether it's economic issues, they just pump all of this shit into the news every single day to make all of us upset so we don't know the forest from the trees. But wow. that, that's, what, that's what I think it was they've been saying for years anyway. You know, I think people have been talking about this. Conspiracy theorists have been talking about this type of stuff for years, saying that this is how it's going to end up. You know, so, uh, you know, I'm not that surprised. And once Trump, who's the president, is like, well, we're obviously fucked now. So, like, what do we think was going to happen? But the reality of the situation is we've been fucked. We were fucked for a long time. Yeah, I think it, I think it's now coming to the public's eyes. I think the public is just realizing that, oh, no, 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 we're fucked. Because on top of all of this, what's going to happen when Trump's reelected? Well, what do you think is going to happen once Trump is reelected? Now, you can say, oh, well, the Democrats are going to get it together. I don't know, beloved. Doesn't look like it. It's still early. We still got a couple of months to figure out what's going to happen. But let's just play worst case scenario. Let's just say Trump is reelected. Now, with everything going on right now, he's been in office for like three and a half years, something like that. Look how much damage he's done or how much damage his administration has done in this time frame. You're going to give him four more years on top of that? We're going to be, they're going to fuck around, put us in concentration camps. That was exaggeration. Don't, don't take me seriously. That was a little exaggeration, but we're heading there to the point where it's a dictatorship, where Trump is just going to be like, well, I'm not leaving office because we have no, there's no consequences for anything that he's doing. There's no consequences for anything that his administration is doing, that the politicians are doing. There's no consequences. There's no checks and balances because they have they have now control every single part of the of the the the, the system. They have judges. They have um, politicians who will do what they want. They have corporations backing. What funding them to do whatever they want like it's, it's a lot going on here so with all of that why would like I'm I'm looking at it like okay they want us to fight over bullshit bullshit is not the right word they want us to fight over they want to keep us occupied with fighting each other And I'm looking at it like, right, that's thank you. That's the word I was looking for. Like, even as even as uh, even in our community and the minority community, like some of us are some of us do recognize the bigger picture. But then it's like, how can we fight that? And we're still fighting issues in our own community. So all of this compounded is. It does. It, it can make it, it does. It can make you feel overwhelmed. It can make you feel like there's no way out. It can make you feel like, yo, this is over. But we still have a chance to right the ship. Now I'm seeing people say that we just need to do some Venezuela shit and just rush the, the White House and 
carry Trump out in a body bag. FBI, I, that's what I heard. Don't come after me for nothing. But people are now moving in that direction because of the abortion, because of Trump with the trade laws. Everyone is like, oh, well, we just need to, we need to do a revolution. We need to do a revolution. The reality is nobody's really ready for that. It looks good in movies, but how many of you are ready to sacrifice on that level? Because if we, we wanted to take it there, if everyone just stopped going to work tomorrow, it would kind of raise some eyebrows. It would kind of stop the, stop the world. But nobody's going to do that. We could talk about it. We can speculate about it. We can have philosophical debates about our direction as a society. But if we're not all in line, if we're not all activated, if we're not all willing to do our parts respectively, what do you think is going to happen? So, I mean, let me be very clear. I'm not trying to discredit any movement, whether it's the women's movement, whether it's the LGBT, LGBT movement, whether it's the civil rights movement. I'm not trying to discredit any movement at all. All of those things are very important to the fabric of our society. But on top of all of that is something that we, as a society, collectively, whether you're black, white, brown, or purple, we all have a common enemy. And I ain't gonna hold you. I've been watching The Matrix um, frequently, and a lot of that shit makes sense. And in, in conjunction to what's happening in real life. So, what's the next move? That's the question that I think we all need to kind of ask ourselves in light of recent events. Like, what are you going to do? What am I going to do in relation to what's happening now? Because I know you, you can feel like, oh, well, I can't do anything or I can't. What the fuck am I going to do? I'm just a regular person. Like, if you want to know, again, it starts with your local neighborhood because it all starts there. Your municipalities, your communities, your the dope boys on your corner, like you gotta you start there. If you want to. You start with convening with people who are like-minded with you to figure out, okay, how do we take control of our community? Because just like it was a domino effect with them taking control on a federal level. The same is true in the reverse to where we can take control from a communal level, from a state level, from a local level. But again, I'm not sure how many people are ready to kind of fight that fight. Because it requires you to be selfless in a very selfish world. It requires you to Look, look at the betterment of the community rather than yourself. And truth be told, I don't know. If, I don't know if we have that much um, 
com communal support. I don't know. So, I apologize for getting so heavy on y'all. Pause. But, I kind of have to because, I mean... I think every I, I hear I hear people talking about you know this is going to cause a war and you know people go to the very extreme of you know we're going to fight in the street and shit like that and it's like okay cool but then what what's your play after that like we kind of have to like I don't think we have a real because. Because there's so many smaller fights and so many different um, movements and directions and perspectives that we don't have a very cohesive idea of what we want this country to look like, what we want our communities to look like. And like you said, Frank, divide and conquer is very real. So I think until we get uh, until we get to a point to where we can at least discuss how we want our society to look to raise our kids and to leave something better for future generations it's going to be the same old shit so at this point i think we as a as a, as a society has to decide okay what do we want divide and conquer is a tactic used in war and war is is derived from a truth you know so they conquer us by dividing us, by labeling us, and labeling race, labeling sexual preference, labeling culture, labeling religion. And while everybody's complaining about who's stepping on whose shoes, and Trump is sipping a glass of water, stupid as hell, people are focused on the dumb shit, and they're making major moves to take away that ability to shoot the sheriff. I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm realizing that um, being, the, the climate is very easy. It's very easy to be overwhelmed in this climate because then it's like on top of all of this other shit, the earth might explode any day now. Climate's changing like, on, we fighting over, this, that, and the third, and then it's like, we might not have a planet to live on. So it was like, okay, so what, where, do we, where do we put our importance? Fucking Jeff Benzos is, try, is trying to get to the moon. Jeff Benzos is talking about we need to go to the moon and live there. We out. Like, niggas is off of this planet already. We already there. We yeah, niggas, are, niggas already. There. That's why, and this, that's what made me realize. That's why a lot of these billionaires are just like, yo, let's go to space. Like niggas have just been like, yo, Earth is a dub. This shit whack as hell. Niggas is not gonna get it together. They about to fucking take away everybody's rights. These niggas is finished. They are lost cause. Let's just go to Jupiter and start over. Like that's how bad it is. Like niggas don't even want to try to fix the mess that we've created we rather just wipe our hands with an entire planet and start fresh like if we go to fucking saturn or something this should be better it ain't it's in our nature to be this 
But nature can be changed. Habits can be changed. Behavior can be changed. But it's going to take a collective effort, man. It's going to take a collective effort. I hate stay woke. I hate stay woke. I hate, hate, hate stay woke. But in this in this situation, it applies. It can it completely applies because they are. I I, I don't want to. The conspiracy theorists always say, you know, is someone pulling the strings or someone's pulling the strings? It is. That's the that's the reality of the matter. It is. So in in relation to this abortion topic, trying to understand the motives behind it, you don't need to rack your brain about why this happened. This happened because they want power and they want power to keep us in line so they can do whatever the fuck they want. And we can still work and be stuck on this hamster wheel of feeding the machine. What Morpheus said, we're batteries. And they've been saying this since then. I mean. Stay woke, man. Told y'all I was gonna be heavy today. But stay woke. Um on and on to lighter news, Rick Ric Flair isn't dead. <laughs> like I've been reading the news so much trying to keep um, in tune with everything that's going on. For some reason, Ric Flair kept popping up dead every 45 minutes. I'll read an article about what's going on with the abortion, what's going on with the trade war and all of that. And then in the middle of that, it'd be like, oh, Ric Flair's dead. And then his representatives would be like, no, he's in the hospital. And then TMZ would report something. I was like, no, 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 he just passed away 45 minutes ago. Like, no, he's he's still alive. He's in he's in surgery or whatever the case may be. Point of the matter is stop killing Ric Flair. Please. There's enough shit we're dealing with as a society. I don't want to deal with Ric Flair dying. He's one of the very few white men that I appreciate. Like offset, like it got so bad, offset had to jump on social media and tell niggas that Ric Flair isn't dead. Leave Ric Flair alone. Unless you, unless you telling, unless you're reporting someone of some importance is dead, I don't care. Ric Flair isn't dead. Leave that man alone. I don't understand the. You know what? I was gonna get into a whole rant about how the media plays into that type of shit, but I'm gonna say that for another day because again, that is also connected to the larger picture. But I'm not even gonna get into all of that. In trying to treat my anxiety about the direction the country is going I do want to say that um, I'm going to vote for the Old Town Road video as music of uh, video of the year that's how I've been keeping myself sane with all of this bullshit that's going on out here there's been a plethora of music releases and I've been drowning myself in that to kind of not have a fucking anxiety attack about what's going on out here. It's been, um, I can't even count the, it's been maybe, what? I can't even count the number of music releases that's appeared, but someone flooded the market this week. 
And who was that? I mean, take a guess. DJ Khaled dropped something. Fucking, fucking. Shout out to Meg The Stallion. She dropped something. Shout out to Tyler the Creator. He dropped something. Currency. Um, bunch of other uh, lesser known artists that I like. But I'm in times like this. I appreciate heavy releases of music that kind of keep me sane. But I do. I will say this about DJ Khaled. That is a man who knows his formula. And he sticks to it every single time. That man is the embodiment of sticking to the script. He knows his lane. He knows his sound. He knows who to put on what feature. He knows how to make very good records. And I got at this point, I got to applaud him for it. That video with Nipsey that he released higher with John Legend, that shit was phenomenal. He got a track on there with Big Sean and Big Sean is talking his shit. He got a track on there with um Cardi B and 21 Savage. That shit is dope. He did this is a this is a good project. I mean, I will give credit where credit's due, man. Khaled, Khaled, consistency is key. Khaled has been consistent for the past, what, I want to say 10 years? If not a little less, maybe, give or take. I mean, shout out to DJ Khaled. I like, I, I, I'm not a personal fan of, of many Khaled albums, but I like this project. And I like the fact that um, like Khaled kind of stayed true to what he likes. Like there's a lot of reggae on this album and Khaled has repeatedly said how much he loves reggae, how much he's into the reggae culture. And I appreciate him keeping that at the forefront of his music. Cause he could have easily did some super pop commercial shit and just went for the bag. But I'm now understanding that Khaled does care about the culture. He cares about music. He cares about good shit. Cause I didn't give him credit for that before. I always felt Khaled was a cartoon. So I'll admit when I'm wrong. Shout out to Khaled. He did um he did his thing with this um father of a side project. Shout out to Tyler the Creator, because he dropped the Igor project, which is very dope. I have to give a round of applause to to Tyler the Creator's production. I, I appreciate artists as they evolve, and this project has really shown his growth as a producer, as a song maker. Like, it's very um, musical, this project. He produced the entire album, I think it's like 11 tracks, something like that, but it's very well produced. It's a lot of instrumentation, it's a lot of like bridges and just breakdowns and different sound is good it's very good so i implore you to listen to the um dj khaled i'm i'm lying what the fuck am i talking about the tyler the creator project igor so with that and then um who else there's a project from my artist name Levin Cali called Low Tide. That's dope. That's R&B. It's a project from a, another R&B artist called Rashawn Patterson. 
called Heroes and Gods. There's a project from um, Currency and Static Selector called Gran Turismo. And for the for the women folk, um, Meg the Stallion has dropped. And fellas, if you're listening, if Meg the Stallion comes on and the woman you with or the woman you're courting or whatever the case may be, she starts going crazy, that's a good sign, beloved. Megan Stallion is for the women. And she is talking cash shit. And on top of being wildly attractive, she can wrap her ass off. So shout out to Meg Thee Stallion. I was listening to her Fever Project, which I surprisingly enjoy. Like, I'm not one for all the um, eat my pussy raps, but it was dope. I'm not going to hold you. So, in light of all the heaviness of reality, there's a lot of music you can dive into when you need an escape. So, shout out to everyone releasing dope projects in the midst of all of the bullshit going on out here. Um, let me see if I forgot something. I had to get, I'm sorry, I had to get heavy on y'all, man. But, you know, some things need to be said. But um, I think that's it, beloved. Um, I apologize if this if this is another short episode, but look, man, say what I gotta say and I get the fuck out of here. I got shit to do too. I did say a lot, and I hope um, I really want like I really want this conversation to continue after this episode goes off because this is a this is a conversation that we all need to be having in our collective circles like we like we got to look at the big we got to look at the bigger play here that's all of that's all of our responsibilities living in this country because if you are one of them niggas who be like oh i'm just gonna move out the country their race is there too beloved you might not succeed over there either Unless you a billionaire like Jeff Benzos and you can go to the moon or some shit. But outside of that, we need to focus on where we at. Now, I say all that to say, follow the show on everything. Um, Instagram, for the stress underscore podcast. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash 4KJ. Follow Frankie on Instagram at Frankie Metals. Follow a celestial goddess for your holistic healing. Follow at Ivy's T. Cole for your herbal needs. Shout out to my bro, Chinky. His birthday was last Tuesday. The young God is getting up there, so I'm going to give a special shout out to him. Um, community for the stress, man. Because regardless of how you may feel, we're in this bitch together. Y'all be blessed.